Welcome to another edition of the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis, my podcast on women's basketball. We continue yet again our journey through the SEC, and joining me today is going to be Kentucky head coach Matthew Mitchell. Coach Mitchell's been at Kentucky for 11 seasons, has found a ton of success. In fact, last season was the first year since he taken over the Kentucky program that they failed to make a postseason of any kind. So we'll discuss that with him, talk about what led to that and what to expect going forward. They have Macy Morris, an all-SEC caliber player who made second team last year, and also Taylor Murray, an all-defensive player back uh, for their senior years. And they also have a really nice freshman class. So look forward to talking to him about his team. Not a ton of time today. Uh, Coach Mitchell's really busy. I'm, I'm happy he was able to carve out some time. So not going to waste any more time. Get him on the phone. We'll we'll plow through this one. And I look forward to hearing what he has to say. This is the jump round. And joining me now on the jump around, it is the head coach at the University of Kentucky, Matthew Mitchell. Coach, thank you so much for taking some time for me this morning. I know it's busy with the season getting underway, and uh, we'll talk about your Kentucky team here in a second, but I want to kind of dive back into your past, if you'll allow me. Um, you are you are SEC through and through, uh, a Mississippi State University guy, and then a, a chance to get your college career going uh, as a GA under Pat Summit. Uh, what an incredible journey it's been from you from start to finish. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, an amazing journey, and uh, it's been uh, had a lot of unexpected turns. And you know, started out um, as a high school teacher and coach, and had some some dreams of, of uh, doing some big things. And then once you get into that world, and and uh, you you see how. That is, you know, I, I really had gotten to a spot, uh, Blake, where I felt like I was going to be a high school teacher and coach, and that's what I thought I was going to do. And um, then I would go to the University of Tennessee during the summers just to try to get better as a coach and try to learn. You know, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I'd have an opportunity there. And um, Coach Summit it was not only the best women's basketball coach uh, ever, she was really one of the top sports figures in America in the you know mid late nineties. And so to be able to go to work for her and learn from her was very unexpected, but uh, very grateful for that real blessing for me. And it started off uh, an, an awesome college uh, basketball career. Yeah. So what was it that did change your, you know, your, your career path or your thought? Was it, was it just getting that opportunity or was it something else that made you decide, eh, I'm actually going to try this thing at college? No, it was that opportunity. You know, at the, at the time in 1999, they had uh, they were fresh off of three straight national championships in '96, '97, '98. They'd gotten beaten in '99 by, I believe it was Duke in the in the Elite Eight, and didn't make the Final Four that year. But I mean, they were clearly uh, the uh, top program in the SEC and and the gold standard for women's basketball and uh, you know, Coach Summit was just nationally recognized throughout all sports and all other leadership platforms. We had people coming in all the time from, from different uh, um, spots in life where they were trying to learn from her. So, I mean, it was an unbelievable opportunity for me. 
and uh, that was really what what changed it. It wasn't a you know, I didn't have a lot of other options at the time. I was I was either going to uh, continue coaching high school, and, and I really thought that I'd go to Tennessee and, and get my master's, and, and probably go back to Mississippi where I'm from and uh, become a high school principal or something like that. I, I didn't really understand at the time what it was going to do for my career, but it was uh, really amazing and. The experience was um, so valuable for me, and Coach Summit was such a, a great person to work for. You know, I was—I I came in there with, with absolutely no credentials. There's really nothing I could do for her. I had a passion for uh, the game and a passion for people uh, to try to help people, but that was about it. But she really uh, helped develop me, gave me some responsibility, made me feel um a part of the program and it really boosted my confidence and, and my ambition of what I could possibly become. So it was um, a life changing experience. And I thank God uh, every day that, that I was able to have that experience. It was very, very uh, impactful on my life. Well, you were able to then go be an assistant at Florida and Kentucky. You take over a Moorhead state program for two years and, um, you're around 500 there, and then you get the call that, that Kentucky wants to hire you as a head coach. Uh, I wonder if you can take me back uh, to 2007 when you go through that process and get that opportunity. Uh, were you surprised? Uh, did you ever imagine you'd be the head coach at Kentucky? Just If you could walk me through the, the range of emotions and thought process there. Yeah, it was, um, it was an exciting time. I, uh, you know, while I was an assistant at Kentucky, had had really my desire to be a head coach had grown and, and I wanted to be a head coach and I wanted to uh, have that experience. And I had interviewed for some, some jobs that uh, were you know, pretty uh, high profile at, at, at the time and, and really was not a serious candidate for them and, and ended up going to Moorhead state, which was just an incredible uh turn of events for me learned so much there loved that place they were so good to me uh, I, I was able to really start my career at a place where I could uh, grow and learn and um, you know I'm, I'm always grateful that that was my first experience and then when the you know the Kentucky jobs very un- came open very unexpectedly Mickey DeMoss my uh, mentor and person who had brought me to Kentucky the first time um, and it made so many things happen for me. You know, she had just finished her fourth year, and she'd been very successful of, of getting uh, Kentucky from the bottom of the SEC, which is where uh, we were when we arrived in 2003, to um, the NCAA tournament and to really respect the ability in the league. It moved us up into the middle of the pack, and uh, and things were going well. And then so her, her resignation was pretty unexpected, and um, – and so, you know, when that happened, obviously uh, being so close to the program and, and being connected to the program, it was something that I would, would love to think about doing. But I, I still thought it would, would be kind of a long shot uh, to happen. But um, as they say, Blake, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> and so it's a, sort of a miraculous turn of events. Yeah. I go from the Morehead State coach in and, and two years to being the Kentucky head coach, and it was uh, you know, surreal in a lot of ways, and you kind of like, how, how did this happen? And um, but but it was um, 
a very, very exciting time in my life, and I, I felt like um, there was a lot of possibility here for, for me in my career. And, you know, at a pretty young age, you know, 35, 36 years old, to, to get this opportunity was was very, very um, exciting for me. Yeah, well, you, you've had a great run. You're entering year 12 um, your first two years there, NIT, and then after that, it was NCAA tournament every year. In fact, last year, your first year that you've missed postseason since you've been at Kentucky. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you is uh, when you had, a, and and you've covered this before, so I'm not going to get into this at all. But you know, you have some you have some turnover the last few years with players and whatnot, and then you get back on track with with players like Taylor Murray, like Macy Murray, um, Macy Morris, excuse me. And then your freshman class you've got this year. I mean, you've got some serious studs. So for you guys, kind of taking that step back to a place that you haven't been last year, you know, kind of struggling. Um, yeah. What has it been like uh, trying to you know get back to the top tier of the conference again, and how have you guys been able to to do that with those players that you've brought in? Well, you know, 2016 was was uh, an experience that I would not wish on anyone. It was a very tumultuous time. Um, you know, it was a time where uh, we we lost some players and we and some changes we had to make on staff and and a lot of turnover and you know um what what i look at it as being now blake is just a a tremendous time of growth yeah Uh, when you go through that type of adversity um you know it either defeats you or it develops you and and you know when when it all just kind of seemed like it was unraveling uh and you maybe think about being down and 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 you know, giving up. I, I just had a real clear direction uh, that that we needed to use this as a positive and something to develop our program to be what we ultimately um, believe it can be, and that is um, the best place for a young woman to come and uh, to develop her character and to develop uh, the skills that will benefit her as a basketball player while she's here at Kentucky, but more importantly, really benefit her uh, for the rest of her life and and help people uh, become the, the leaders that they're destined to be. And so um, throughout all that time of, of difficulty, there were some dark days, but I think the best thing that came out of it was really knowing who you are, really knowing what you believe in, hanging on to those things. Um, we've been able to you know, you ask how have we been able to, to, to attract good people here is because we were able to put a, a great staff in place of uh, people who I've had long-term relationships with. And, you know, uh, Ira Elsie and Nia Butts I've known since they were freshmen, uh, had finished their freshman year at Tennessee uh, back in those days when I was working camp. So, you know, we've got a 20-plus a year relationship and, and very, very close and then have you know, uh, Lynn Dunn, who came out of retirement to help us out and help us get back on track. Uh, one of my mentors for over 20 years. And, and then Amber Smith, who's uh, an assistant coach for us now, played point guard here on, on the teams that really turned our trajectory uh, in a different direction and really launched us as a program that was among the nation's best. So uh, having those people back and, getting them in place has been um, 
just an incredible turn of events. Could not have imagined it, uh, that, that it would all come together that way. But I think that it's the quality of our people uh, that's attracting uh, quality players to come here now. So yeah. um, I'm more optimistic about it uh, right now than I've ever been. And uh, we're just working hard every day and getting better every day. And uh, I think the best uh, that we've um, have in store is, is really uh, getting ready to happen for us. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about some of those players. You've you got a player in Macy Morris who uh, does not pass the eye test, right? Yeah, she's she's not that impressive athletically. She's not that, you know, she doesn't look like any type of stud. And then you look up and she's hanging 20 on you and she's leading the country in three-point shooting, which is what she did last year, shooting uh, nearly 48% from three. And then you kind of have the two-headed monster with her and Taylor Murray, who's just running around causing uh, all sorts of havoc on defense as much as she can. Um, the development of those two players, players that people expected to be fine players you know good players but all sec level players i mean macy is someone i'll be shocked if she doesn't make first team this year and taylor an all defensive player just with them developing through their college career to where they are this uh to this point or were you surprised at all uh to see how how great they've turned out and um i wonder if you could tell people a little bit about them if they don't know about them yeah well we'll start with macy i i certainly wasn't as surprised as some people were, but I, I think I've had the advantage of seeing Macy for a long time and watching her play a lot of basketball. You know, if you're, if you're um, rolling up to a, a basketball court in the summer and are just kind of lingering for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and watching a portion of the game, sometimes a kid that's um, might just step, stand out to you. Uh, but, you know, if you watch Macy play, just like she has in her college career, if you ever watched her play ball, uh, she's a very, very good basketball player. And, you know, another thing that, that's hard for people to measure is, you know, what are the intangibles and and uh, what, is, what what is a player's effort level? And from day one, you know, Macy always had a can-do attitude, believed in herself, believed in her ability. You know, uh, she never underestimated herself or, or listened to anybody who may have underestimated her, and she's a very good athlete, uh, strong, um, great um, anticipation skills, great hands, um, tremendous shooting footwork, uh, and it's you know put on about uh, fifteen pounds of really solid muscle of, of really developed her strength while she's been here, and, mm. and so. Um, you know, she she started from day one. She earned a spot. She beat out veteran players. She was in the lineup, and people may have been maybe more physically gifted uh, by a little bit. But um, she's she's a gifted player uh, who has a tremendous tenacity about her, and so I'm not surprised at all by her success. And I think she's going to have a very successful senior year and a very successful pro career. And then, you know, Taylor has has elite level speed. And uh, that is something that, that really can make a difference in, in our game and, and especially the way that we like to play. You know, we, we uh, really value what she can do. And so she is lightning fast. Um, she has grown so much and, and developed so much from the day that she arrived. And um, really, really excited for those two as they go uh, embark on their senior year. And I know they want it to be special and they're working hard every day to make sure it is yeah uh you guys are 
um, kind of my my sneaky SEC team this year because you know you 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 have last year where you're you're middle of the pack, but you have a lot coming back. Um, and, and again, I, I've alluded to it already, but some of those freshmen coming in, Ryan Howard, um, you know, a top 35 player in the country, but then someone in like a Blair Green who maybe people are sleeping on. Um, some of these newcomers for you guys have a chance to make an inst- an instant impact, I would think. Yeah, I think uh, I think everybody learned a lot from last year. We played the toughest schedule in the league. Uh, there's no two ways about that. Um, uh, had a had a very difficult non-conference schedule, and so you know, I think if people look at the record from last year and just look at it on paper, they're like, well, you know, Kentucky was really down and didn't have a good year. We played some good basketball. We just played some really really good teams that um, had. Um, where we were talented, we were very inexperienced in the front court, and we just had to play against some of the best front court players uh, in the league and, and also in our non-conference schedule. So um, I felt like last year was a tremendous year of growth for us. Um, I, I'm, I'm confident of what we can do, and and with our returners, have all, all really, really taken a step forward uh, and, and I think the hard knocks of last year could, could prove very beneficial for us this year. And then, you know, the, the players that we'll add and, and that, uh, you know, the, the, the possibilities of, of you seeing uh, Ryan Howard and Blair Green, two freshmen that they're high, high talent and high IQ and high motor play real hard. And those are good combination there. And then Ogechi, Anya Galibo got hurt last year. Um, it was a veteran post that, that is extremely physical, tough, and uh, another high IQ basketball player that's going to help us. And she's getting back healthy and, and going to give it a go this year. So, you know, I think with the improvement of the returners and the adding in of the, of the newcomers, I think it's uh, a year that uh, if we work hard enough and, and come together as a team, we can have a great year. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll get two more questions for you and, and get you out of here. Um, a player that you guys did lose from last year that I, I feel like you know kind of got overlooked uh, due to all the other great post players in the conference. But Alicia Rice, uh, Alyssa Rice is a, a player who led you guys in in rebounding, in field goal percentage, and block shots. Um, as far as your post play goes, I just wondered if you could talk a little bit about the importance of some of those players, um, those new players stepping up and how they've looked so far uh, in the preseason and these early stages of practice. Yeah, I think our post players, um, like I said, uh, uh, well, first of all, Alyssa Rice is one of the greatest people that's ever come through our program. And and uh, she was just a defensive stalwart and 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 led us in charge, you know, took the most charges too. So she blocked some shots, but she also stopped a lot of plays by just being the last line of defense and taking charges. So we got to replace um, a lot of defense from her. Uh, she was an awesome defender. And so we, um, our, our young players from last year that got a lot of experience, um, I think they understand the rigors of the SEC and, and had a great off season. You know, we have to go to Italy for 10 days and play three games over there. And so we've already seen them play a little bit. And I, I really like the development of our post players. And then also with the addition of, um, of, of the two players talking about Ryan and Blair are both have a lot of length and some good size. So we're not, we don't have, you know, any monstrous six, five or six, 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 seven players, but I do like our, athleticism along with our size and length 
And uh, I think that, um, you know, where we may not have just a real power post game, I think we're going to have a very athletic and aggressive post game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that uh, turns out this year. And I think they've got high potential. Yeah, well, I will get you out here on this one. Uh, for people who you know didn't watch you guys or haven't, um, or maybe you know just are flipping through the channels and see Kentucky's on, uh, what can they expect uh, from your team? What would you like them to know about your program? Well, the first thing that we're always trying to do um, that I'd love for people to know is we're trying to strengthen and develop everyone's character to the absolute uh, highest level possible from, from our coaching staff to our players. Uh, we really believe that that's going to um, unlock the the uh, highest potential we can ever have is we're high-character people. And uh, we want that to shine through on the basketball court by playing harder than our opponent. And that's a huge, huge emphasis this year. So we're going to be very aggressive. We're going to get up and uh, play full-court defense. We have an athletic team that with some speed and some toughness, and we are committed to that. And um, and then we're going to try to push it on offense and really be an attacking, uh, aggressive, dynamic offensive team. So um, hopefully if you're flipping through the channels, you'll be like, wow, who is this team that's playing so hard? And that'll be Kentucky, and that's our goal for this season. Awesome. Well, Kentucky opens their season November 7th at home against Alabama State. Had a heck of a schedule. We'll play Virginia, South Florida, UCLA, Louisville, amongst many others. And, Coach, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join me this morning. Hey, Blake, thanks so much for having me on your program, and uh, good luck to you. Thanks so much. Well, thanks again to Coach Matthew Mitchell of the University of Kentucky for joining me this morning. Uh, his Kentucky team, I think they're going to be a sneaky, sneaky tough team. Uh, I, I see them finishing uh, around seventh in the league is where I picked them in my preseason poll, and um, I think they, while perhaps – undersized and, and maybe um, undermanned in spots. I, I think the players they have uh, are better than maybe a lot of folks realize and give them credit for. But appreciate his time this morning. Thank you for listening. As always, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, or uh, Google Play. If you listen to us on iTunes, if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be greatly helpful. You can always find me on Twitter, at Blake Dudonis, with your thoughts and feedback. That'll be the last pod of this week, but we'll be back next week as we try to finish out the rest of the SEC head coaches. So until then, thanks again. This is The Jump Around.